Welcome, friends. Welcome to another episode of the spookiest shit on the internet. This is the spookiest shit on the internet, 100% guaranteed. Mm. Um, during a job interview I had this week, I mentioned that I co-did made spooky shit, <gasps> and then they wrote it down. Yes. And um, I'm worried that they'll listen to it. Hired so, 100%. 100% hired. They laughed, but I'm like, please don't listen to it. Like... <laughs> I definitely have mentioned to my manager like multiple times that I make a podcast and she has never once asked for what it's called. And I'm like, well, that's good. Don't thank God. Don't listen to it. That's fine. You don't have to. So, um, yeah, last week we talked about demons, right? Last time we, yeah, demons in your brain. And now we want to talk about fake demons that people thought were real because we brought it up right at the end. And we were like, hey, let's actually do that. So today we're talking about Satanic Panic. We're talking about the Satanic Panic. Um, we're talking about the American Satanic Panic because there was also a Satanic Panic in South Africa. Oh, fuck. It was actually more recent. Yeah. Brought by, you know, uh, American evangelical, you know, oh, people. We're, um, we're yeah. just great. We just bring goodness to everywhere else, right? Yeah, I mean that's a whole nother thing, but we're mm. we're gonna talk about the eighties and mm. kind of like early nineteen nineties. The past panic. I believe I I remembered but never really lived through, but somehow my brain is like, Yeah, I lived in the eighties, right? That's a past yeah. I'm nostalgic nostalgic about. Like, no. No, I that's definitely kind of- did not. Yeah, I do that, too, because the nostalgia machine just, like, loves the 80s. The media's like, remember the 80s? I love the 80s. And you're like, yeah, duh, I fucking love the 80s. guys, Stranger Things. What about Stranger Stranger Things, though? San Junipero, you guys. Oh, my God. No, and Mm -hmm. do you remember those VH1 countdowns that were like, I love the 80s. Like, I love the 70s. Mm -hmm. I would watch those, like, religiously. And I'd be like, yes, I remember my little baby. Or whatever the hell. Track, trapper keepers? I had one of those. I did not. <laughs> my, what the fuck is my little baby? I don't know. It was one of those creepy dolls that like you hug and it like giggles. Ooh, no. I'm sure I'm making that up. All my memories are fabricated. Who am I? I, I don't even know. I don't even know what's real anymore after reading this much information about Satanism on the internet. Yeah, not even real Satanism. What people thought Satanism Oh, Satanism yeah, was. of course. There's no... no. Oh, oh excuse me. Sorry. Um, if you actually go to a Satan website to read about their Satanism, they're either number one atheists, mm-hmm. so it's a joke, kind of, mm-hmm. and they're just shitting on Christianity. Number two, the Church of Satan or the Temple of Set are the only real Satanists, and they're all just like empowerment things. They're very close to the Wiccans. We, I mean, like it, it, not in ritual wise, yeah. but like in um, core ideology wise, which is just like do you and like gain power from the universe yeah so it's like this is not interesting but if you go to christian websites about satanism they're like they eat babies alive (laughs) yeah and they have weird sex all over the park everything you thought was good they think is bad everything you think is bad they love it and it's like uh i don't think so but um so yeah satanic panic is a lot of fun i decided i'll talk about it later but uh, my big thing today is about Dungeons and Dragons and how that got really like targeted by Satanic Panic. Right. And I'm so, like a recent convert to the Dungeons and Dragons lifestyle. Right. You're you're an actual Satanist. Yeah, I'm an actual Satanist. Uh, I do a daily ritual. Actually, I have a ritual scheduled for later today, where Ooh. I whip out my um, demonic sixth level fighter, uh, <gasps> half giant, 
and <gasps> we just we just fucking love the devil and yeah. all his demons we we summon them every night yeah they they play games with us uh help us defeat evil warlocks and then they go what? back at the end of the night so you know it's good what class is your demon i'm a, a fighter class pretty base oh you're a fighter half giant yeah bitch That's i dope like as hell i smash shit because we've got a lot of squishy people on our party a lot of mag- you're the tank druids you're yeah the tank. you gotta have a tank so you gotta have like your you know summoner your demon pal straight up satan the tank and probably some kind of cleric healer you know that's a good party yeah. right there solid Need party someone to heal you yeah though like straight up we play this game called 10 candles which if anybody looking in on this would probably think we were summoning the devil and i would not blame them for this because it what? like Why? it is a role-playing game you have to play it when the sun goes down and everything's dark no lights no lights allowed and you have these little 10, like, tea candles in a circle. And everyone's sitting mm. around those candles. And it's like a horror game. So we're playing, like, creepy music. And what? Like, part of the game involves, like, taking note cards and literally setting them on fire. And everyone, like, standing <laughs> around, like, watching it burn. And being like, ooh, I'm this character now. And we're all gonna die and look at the darkness and the candles and the fire. And if anybody walked in on that, they'd be like, oh, yeah, this fucking seance happening up in... This little, yeah, this little like college apartment. <laughs> so I was kidding, but you are a Satanist. It sounds like no, yeah, like when we play, we play ten candles straight up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what else you would think. Like just a bunch of nerdy kids trying to pretend that they're all gonna die. That's crazy. We're just summoning demons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, so um, today, well, I guess you would say the satanic panic is over, uh, although the Church of Satan and the Temple of Set are still kicking. They're still out there. But they have nothing to do with the satanic panic. (laughs) No, nothing at all. Um, So if you want to explore some real Satanists, they have websites, they have meetings, Mm -hmm. like do it, but we're really not talking about them. And like, don't, don't think we're trying to like discredit satanists or say like that they're child abusers or anything because they're no we're in fact probably saying the opposite because a lot of this satanic panic turned out to be a total bullshit actually all actually all all of it actually all of it yeah 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 actually all of it and uh, it's just really interesting to think about what the um american public thought was a real threat in the 80s so Mm -hmm. basically Uh, I'll just get into it. The Satanic Panic originated during the 70s, actually, and it was kind of like this widespread belief that uh, there was a Satanic underground that kind of ruled, that that was like made of witches and druids, and the Illuminati is in there, Whoa, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, witches I get. They always had a love for that hot, hot six-pack Satan. Um, Yeah. Druids, don't they just like chill out with like i thought animals? druids were like tree people yeah. yeah don't they just like hang out with squirrels in the woods i'm gonna say these this theory of the the satanic underground mm-hmm. was perpetuated by evangelical christians who were writing books about it Got so it. i don't know how Got much it. they know about druids because i feel like they would actively avoid like pagan doctrine mm. so i don't know how much they read up about it i don't know i mean maybe they're that's what they're trying to demonize because it's pagan doctrine yeah, you could say they're a little biased. Just a little bit. Um, the Illuminati, so, though, so that means Beyonce is a Satanist? Yeah, uh, if you follow this thread. And um, mm, I'm not going to say the Satanic Panic is completely a thing that's just, like, 
gone. We wouldn't call it that anymore, but people still believe in the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. They believe there's it's like tied in with 9-11 truthers. It's tied in with like false flags. It's There's a whole... There's still internet conspiracies about well, yeah, this. And, and we people end up- still believe in like creepy satanic cults like in your neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. And that's not to say there aren't cults because there are. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's what fed into this a little bit. I'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's not it's not a thing that's completely gone, but sort of the evangelical tilt to it is, is kind of disappeared. Yeah. And just like the widespread like hysteria about it. People are like, uh, I think we're OK. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. It's not as much of a big deal. So anyway, there was a book published in uh, 1980 called Michelle Remembers. And uh, this woman named, what's her last name? Michelle Smith um, published a memoir of her satanic ritual abuse that she said her mother perpetuated on her when she was a child. Mm. So that included bloodletting and uh, rape, unfortunately, and uh just like killing animals ritualistically in front of her and this is these are things she remembered as an adult in hypnotherapy okay then she wrote a novel about it that's pretty however fucked up it's pretty fucked up correct yeah uh even this literature i don't know why i said that because it's not real uh was sort of distributed throughout churches um and kind of given Christian churches and kind of given as like a, a text to talk about like these kind of things happening. Oh, but later, did it have something yeah. to do with the church? Like, did they find it or they like commission it? No, no, no. They just they like, found it. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Okay, it was a popular text. It was like, and it was published by a psychotherapist who did these okay regressions. So mm-hmm. basically, like therapeutic memory regressions are were something that were brand new in 1980. Mm-hmm. So. Number one, that. Mm-hmm. Number two, the satanic ritual abuse was brand new right. in 1980s. So those together made this book like a huge sensation, mm-hmm. but mostly read by evangelical Christians and distributed by and perpetuated by. Um, later, it was found that her psychotherapist had used uh, coercion and uh guiding questions and well michelle was in a hypnotic trance she was an adult woman so it wasn't child abuse um but like get this information out of her not also they got married after doing this for five years together uh okay so questionable things i mean that doesn't mean it's not real i don't know how like psychotherapy works or how like memory regression works but like how much of it can you actually suggest and how much of it has to come from something a lot and you know what that's the titchy area with this Mm -hmm. because maybe the children had experienced sexual abuse or some sort of abuse and this filter of satanism was put over it kind of by Mm -hmm. being like a christian or just being in a christian culture um or being suggested it yeah and uh, so you know who knows or and then because michelle's case was the first of its kind but how were the cases that i'm going to talk about later influenced by this Got being in the popular culture mm-hmm. i don't know also moving on um other claims proliferated by evangelicals during this time were uh that satanic messages if you played some rock music backwards Ooh. Uh, like ozzy osbourne or you know whoever the fuck fuck yeah people, <laughs> that it would have satanic messages what would it tell uh, you go- 
don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You could hear, you could play anything backwards and hear a message in it. Oh, it's pretty much. like very uncomfortable to hear any human speech backwards. Yeah. Yeah. I really hate that. That's one of my, like, that gives me ASMR in the worst way. Um, <laughs> and that Dungeons and Dragons and this heavy metal music were kind of like recruiting tools by the occult that would get teens in. There was a big concern about teens oh my gosh, being radicalized no. into Satanism, not the teens. The teens, they're so vulnerable. Yeah, so it was thought that Satanists engaged in human sacrifice, uh, breeding of children for ritual child abuse, and murder. Not good. Sounds not good. fake. So, yeah, it does sound fake. And uh, there's actually, I watched a lot of police training videos about the occult. Oh my gosh. So... Yeah, police were trained to look out for certain, like, occult symbols and to um, look, I don't know, just, like, think about any murder. Just these teen witches, they, they, like, love pentagrams and they're like, ah, murder. Yeah, okay, so I'm just going to tell you what I watched. I watched a man with a mullet Mm -hmm. walk through a park and point to various symbols and graffiti and say satanic 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 <laughs> and he's like and here's where the orgy took place in the middle of like a field and then geraldo rivera like looked at me and shook his head and then that was the end of that clip i that's a good clip you know that's a real great way to see the world i feel just yeah. full of orgies and satanic symbols like that stop sign no the devil <laughs> <laughs> I, it wasn't exactly that's a what stop it sounds sign. like <laughs> but yes uh so this was a huge thing and there was like it was on fucking oprah that's <gasps> all i'm gonna like if you don't know if you it was a thing because it was on oprah yeah i'm just gonna say that now well if oprah uh, acknowledges it like yeah this is a real I, deal everybody please god I encourage you to look up this clip of Oprah talking about Satanism because her hair is on point. Mm. She gets, she talks to this audience member. This guy was like, I was a Satanist and I killed a dude with a knife. And then this like guy from the Church of Satan is one of her guests. And he's like, you didn't do that. And then the guy's like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh my God. Oprah's just like unveiling that shit. She is pulling back that curtain. Mm-hmm. She got it was the, so good. So she got like an actual dude from the Church of Satan to be like, no, yeah. you're bullshit. Well, the temp, the Temple of Set, which is like okay. the other Temple of Satan's Set. Church. Got it. Yeah, got and it. he had a he had a very crazy wig on. So I would encourage you. I mean, to view that strong looks if you're going to be in front of Oprah, you got to yeah. serve. So <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> true. Um, so here are I think this is interesting. Mm. But here are the underpinnings of this. Basically, why this might have happened, why this panic might have happened. Sure. Number one, fundamentalist Christianity was on the rise because of televangelists. Just like widespread TV Mm. and the political organization of the moral majority, which we still have. Um, Just like the ultra-conservative Christian right was just being organized. Then the rise of the anti-cult movement because of the many media coverages of cult abuses in the 70s just mm-hmm. like the awareness of cults which is real right like uh, uh what, what was it? jamestown or whatever then there was the church of satan and the temple of set were created mm. were established so they, they got know. a website got some business cards they got out. A, well they didn't have a website then but they did exist and they were creepy to people okay and then then here's 
the biggest thing, which we'll go into my case later that I discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, the development of the child's sexual abuse prevention field that did not really exist in the before the like mid 70s i mean so that's a good thing right no no no. it's great but it was just hyper popular it was just like on the top of everyone's minds because it was like a thing that was just Mm. becoming so they're trying this is what i'm that's why this is kind of iffy because um this is the first time we're recognizing like Repressed memories in adults of childhood abuse. Yeah. Repressed memory was like a brand new thing. And PTSD was finally kind of being recognized and discussed. Got it. Okay. So we're trying to blame that on someone because it's 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 horrible. Mm -hmm. And it's something that was unrecognized in the past. I mean, it happened, but nobody heard about it or knew about it. And now that it's all coming out, like through media and whatever... And the like, it's being publicly recognized by forming these groups. People are like, oh, yeah. it's happening all the time, everywhere. Like, fuck. Yes, exactly, Got exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're like, there's this huge, there's this epidemic that was not there before, and now it's there, and it's like, you know, also the Satanists are coming, and <laughs> they look creepy as shit. Look at their fucking hair. Yeah, I hate them. Do you hear this runs. music? It's so yeah. loud. They got so many candles, and it's dark down there. Mm, it's very dark. And they're probably doing this. So mm. that's what I'm saying. And that's sort of what is the satanic panic. And there's a lot of fucking information on this, so I'm sorry it took so long to do this fucking intro. No, I mean, it's good. You want to hear what I read about why people were so like attracted to this idea as well? Yes, Jesus God, yes. So people were, at this time also, it's like the 70s, right? So they were all very afraid of, quote, radical feminists who are trying oh, to undermine yes. the nuclear family oh god these evil insane feminists and they were like what could they want what they could they be it's satanism uh yeah backlash against working women because at this mm-hmm. point you've, you know you've got that 80s businesswoman and then yes. because of that needing to get more nannies kids into daycares and then they're like mm. you're not taking care of your kids and then they're getting wrapped up in this cult it's like oh great um right straight up homophobic attacks on like gay childcare workers yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah um just like the need to believe in evil because everything was going to shit and they were like evil yeah. must exist right yeah yeah um fear of alternative spiritualities i.e definitely the new newly established like temple of set probably wiccan goddess religions all those things yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The moral majority. Mm-hmm. And then just like, it just said, end of the millennium anxieties. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I guess we just don't understand that because it's. Well, they're just like, we were like, I was five years old when it hit 2000. Didn't bother yeah. me. But I guess for a lot of people, they were afraid the world was going to end. I mean, if you think like the apocalypse is real and like the three horsemen are coming, like why not 2000? That makes sense. I mean, human beings invented that form of system of numbering the dates it's not based on i I mean it's okay i'm sorry but no one no one's thinking that when they're scared i mean jesus loves the year 2000 he would totally do that okay i'm sorry um go on (laughs) i yeah so yes so Mm. many fucking reasons thank you because Mm -hmm. i think it's important to outline the reasons because it just seems like this is crazy right um 
But if you were in it, maybe you would have believed. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. But like, to, yeah, to us, we're like, what? Bunch of crazy feminists and like weird pagan college students running around? Yeah. That's the world normal. Is changing too rapidly around me. Yeah. It's like, what? Fine. That's fine. Yeah, for us, it's fine. But for, <laughs> you know, the mm. America then, it wasn't, it wasn't fine. So, yes. Mm. I'm going to discuss um, a horrible thing that happened and a crazy thing that happened Great. in America in this time. Love it. It's called the McMartin Preschool Trial. And... It was a daycare sexual abuse case that happened in the 1980s um, mm. where, whew, okay, um, so a teach, se- several of the teachers at this daycare were accused of performing satanic rituals, abusing, and just doing some weird shit to the kids that were at this daycare. Yeah. Um, Where'd they get this idea from? Okay. So it started because of this. Mm-hmm. There's one mother named Judy Johnson whose uh, child went to the preschool and she reported to the police that her son had been sexually assaulted by one of the teachers whose name was Ray Buckley. Okay. Uh, Not great. Mm -mm. And then the police were investigating and then Johnson made several more accusations against Ray Buckley saying that um, another that Ray flew around in the air around her child's um, and that also one of the other teachers named Peggy drilled holes in the children what? at the school. What? Um, Did she find holes in her child? No, no, no. They would they would uh, clear them up before they left with magic. Now this sounds... Um, this is sounding... Uh, it went into crazy town. It went into crazy town almost immediately. Yeah. And this is, this is based on what her son is telling her. Yes. Her four-year-old son. Got it. Okay. Her... F- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Johnson... The mom was diagnosed and hospitalized for paranoid schizophrenia about six years later. Oof. Yes. Okay. Rough, rough, rough shit. Yeah. So because of these accusations, which were serious, mm-hmm. um, the the children mm. were, all no. the children, the 400 children that were there were interviewed and asked, like, have you been hurt? Show us on the doll where you were touched. There are some really, really weird accusations that were yeah very strange uh some of the kids said that they saw witches fly around their preschool um so the other kids were getting in on it at this point yes uh so the kids were um questioned by police and Mm -hmm. they uh, a form letter had been sent out to their parents before that said the the kids you should ask your kids if they were sexually abused or if they've seen anything strange at their school because it may be related to satanic things. So the kids may have heard about some Mm -hmm. satanic things, um, maybe. So they say they saw witches fly around their preschool. They said they all traveled in a hot air balloon one day. Um, They said that they were taken to... like four-year-olds. Four or five, yeah. Yep. Uh, they said they were taking through underground tunnels under the school. Um, the kids were shown a series of photographs and were asked to identify abusers. So like local criminals and sex abusers in the area. They were shown pictures of them and, you know, just 
Sometimes the police will throw in some extra pictures. One of the extra pictures they threw in was of Chuck Norris, the actor, and one of the kids said that he was one of the abusers. Oh, no. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. That's Um, not great uh, for, you know, accuracy. Believability. And some kids said they were flushed down toilets and brought to secret rooms where they were abused and then cleaned up and presented back to their parents at the end of the day. Um, they said there was a game called Naked Movie Star, uh, suggesting that they were photographed nude. However, during the trial, it came out that Naked Movie Star was actually just a a rhyme, they said, on the schoolyard. It was just a game, and it was like a a clapping game. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with having naked pictures taken. Great. Yeah, just, uh, just normal kids having crazy, you know, games. Right. Um, so this went to trial and it was the most expensive trial ever in mm-hmm. California history. It cost fifteen million. Uh Whoa. they yeah, they ra- they just completely raised the preschool, so it's gone now. Um, because they were going they were gonna check for the tunnels. Um, no tunnels. But they they seriously just knocked it down? They knocked it down so they could go check out those uh, you know, Satan tunnels. Oh my god. No tunnels. Nothing. Nothing. Um, there's no way the kids could have been uh, in a hot air balloon. No one no one <laughs> had a hot air balloon. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so there really wasn't any evidence. Um, and one of the teachers, Ray, went to jail for two years during this trial. And it was, uh, it was nothing. There was, n- like... Nothing to no. support what these kids are saying. No. No. Do you there know what this were... sounds like? Do you know what this sounds what? like to me? The what? children who would accuse witches in like the 1500s. Yeah. That's, like, I mean, exactly a lot of people call same. it. Yeah. A lot of people call it a witch hunt. It's like the power of suggestion. And uh, in my uh, religious, religion and sociology class that I took back in college, um, the teacher passed around a book that was given to kids at this time, which was like a children's picture book called like, I forget. It was like Satanism and your school. And it showed like illustrations of what happens in satanic rituals and like how to report it and stuff. But like for kids. So that's super weird. So if there was that kind of shit around, or maybe it was after this, I don't know. There was like actually a rash of like daycare things like daycare accusations of satanism going around Um, i mean it's so hard because like you don't want to tell a kid like no these things didn't happen to you you're making it all up because what if it yeah like what if there was abuse but also right they're a four-year-old kid who said they got flushed down a toilet like what right um so in 2005 one of the kids as an adult said uh his his uh accusations that he said against his teachers were false and he said never no one ever did anything to me um i lied because anytime i would give the investigators an answer they didn't like they would ask again and encourage me to give the the answer they were looking for oh okay yeah 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 i mean like honestly and especially with little kids when they're taught like hey like answer the questions correctly and you have to get it right and like you yeah. know listen to authority like what? 
they'll give you what you want because the parents were fucking freaked out so they were just like just tell the police the, the yeah. truth okay because it, it was a, it was just a case of mass hysteria and there mm-hmm. was nothing there was fucking nothing in there this. wasn't even like regular old not no 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 anything not that they found any evidence for yeah so no just and this guy was just sitting in jail this whole time and his like career yeah. destroyed yeah, they obviously their whole place got knocked down. It was a family establishment. Guy went to jail. Yeah, that's that's so fucked up. Yeah, um, so I mean, it, this brought up a whole thing about creating false memories in kids and whether that would give them trauma or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the kids now say like, no, none of that ever happened. Right. Um. And uh, yeah, no tunnels, no tunnels. Wow. It was very. And did, that, di- did that prove anything to anyone, or did it like keep going after this? Well, the satanic panic is yeah. It got it got by the end of this trial. Actually, you know what? Like, it they just didn't get accused. The the owners of this preschool, the McMartins. Like, what was it? Um, just one juror, like swayed them not to not to charge these people as guilty of child abuse even though which just there's just there was no evidence because it was just like wow. a huge fucking thing in the cultural perception that there was just satanists and they were just hurting kids and yeah yeah so um that was my very sad um research and i mean i'm glad that like truth prevailed in the end and that like there actually wasn't like really awful abuse happening at this preschool me too like it's really crappy that this happened to this people but like the alternative that it was all true like that's so much worse yes that's true but these people's lives were destroyed and these kids had to like talk about sexual abuse yeah, and which they get all these knew weird, nothing false about. Memories, exactly. Until this, then yeah. it's like, yeah, right. You were sexually abused. Say you were to make us yeah. happy. And that's like the thing with the the book they passed around. It's like, oh, I didn't know what satanic rituals were, but now I do. Yeah, let me tell you the the illustrations in this were like a circle, like in the woods, like circles of people in like black coats huddled around, uh, whatever. Yeah, like little circles of candles and such, and like little kids in the middle being forced to dance or whatever. And it's like, oh, these what? are terrifying. No oh. wonder this would like stay in the kids' mind. I read a book called The Scary Old Tree, The Berenstein Bears and the Scary Old Tree when I was around that age. And I still mm-hmm. remember images from that because it was very scary to me. <laughs> and this is so much worse. And this is so much worse. So, in the end, just stupid. Just stupid. Just yeah. stupid. Just stupid. Like, anyway, I thought are you we were tell done. Me something with not that's not stupid, Brandy. What? Do you have, what? Do you have a story that's like not stupid? To um, tell me? no, it's still pretty stupid. Uh, okay. I think this whole topic is just from our perspective, kind of stupid. But yeah. um, like we we gave all the reasons for why it was happening. It's hard for us to imagine, but like, yeah, there were some justifications for why people freaked out so much, but not really anyway D is a wonderful game it yes. is real fun it was uh invented like during this time in the 80s got real popular 
with a bunch of nerds and <laughs> we everyone just loved it use the power of imagination you gotta be a wizard mm-hmm. um and the public thought like a lot of people who were buying into this kind of dragged it into the oh yeah this is this is how we're getting the teens to love satan because mm. There are witches and demons and you you have spells, even though, like, you know, you got to, like, roll dice for them. And spells are really hard. You have to, like, look them up in the book. And the index is really confusing. Honestly, just be a fighter. I'm just going to throw it out there. Like, have a weapon. Anyway, yeah. they they said, like, it encouraged uh, Satanism, witchcraft, what? suicide? What? Pornography? What? Where did that? How did that? Pornography? And, and murder. And murder. Well, Which there is killing, some murder like, in D&D, Brandy. Okay, yeah. Straight up, there is some murder. You, But, yeah. like, you're fighting, like, a lich or something. You're not, like, killing your your mom. So all mad magic is just satanic and against God, right? Apparently. That's I the don't know where assumption. pornography came from. There's a bunch of nerds in a basement, in a stinky, stinky basement. Maybe. I mean, I guess it depends on the way you play. One time I played Murple, who was a purple centaur, and she just, she banged all the guards mm. to get through so her teammates could go through. Yeah, but she, she banged with the power of imagination and charisma rolls. True. I So I had so much charisma. That's where I Yeah, that proficiency bonus. Like, yes. Yes. Um, so there were some cases of some sad things that were all, like, blamed on D&D. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to give you a couple of them. So this is in 1979. So kind of right at the beginning of things getting bad. Um, and it's about James Dallas Egbert. He was a child prodigy. Uh, at 16 years old, he entered Michigan State University. Oh, wow. And uh, he, like was at the university and what happened is that he left a suicide note like in his dorm he yeah. left his dorm room and then went into the university's like steam tunnels because apparently there are steam tunnels under michigan state okay um and then just disappeared so people were like oh my god what happened to this kid like it was obviously like a huge story because he just disappeared um yeah. So they're starting searching searching for him. His parents hired a private investigator, William Deere, to find him. So okay. William Deere knew absolutely nothing about D&D. Like, it, it, everything I read, he was like, had no clue. Never played it. Never even knew anything about it. But he theorized that it was the demonic power of D&D that swayed James to try to commit suicide. Like... What? For some reason, the Wait, dark was he sway a, of D&D. Was he a priest? He was just a private investigator? No, he was a PI. He wasn't a priest. What the fuck? But he was like, yeah, demons. I thought yeah. PIs like, did facts. I don't know. He thought maybe... Oh, okay. What he thought was that he was LARPing, essentially, in the tunnels. Live action role play, for those who yeah, yeah, yeah. don't know. Um, <laughs> and like lost touch with reality because D&D can sway your mind and have you go into episodes of delusion and fantasy um and he disappeared while larping in the tunnels by himself 
by himself apparently like for one you don't know anything about larping they don't uh you for one don't do that by yourself for two it's not yeah. really directly correlated with D D. like they're totally yeah those are different things yeah i mean like he was a he did play D D, but like uh no um yeah i don't what? you can't you can't do that so anyway after a few weeks of searching the private investigator deer received a call from james saying like hey what up i'm in louisiana come get me um, oh. <laughs> and this is remind you he was in michigan he was just oh. in louisiana and then he like when they found him he was like uh he told deer like don't let anybody know the truth of what happened to me like don't what? tell anybody what happened and he was like uh okay and then okay here's where it's sad so a couple months later he actually did commit suicide and oh, he no. he shot himself um like a like couple months after they found him so yeah. very sad but mm-hmm. um and remember how he told deer to keep it all a secret about what happened yeah well in 1984 just four years later he wrote a book about it oh and Jesus told everyone fucking christ this guy can't do anything right he's terrible at his job yeah. Thanks, Mr. P.I. Like, wow. He, he wrote a book. It's called The Dungeon Master also. <laughs> um, no. So what happened was, and this is what, uh, like, James told him and said, don't tell anybody. So what happened was is that he went into the tunnels and he actually did try to commit suicide there. He mm. took some chemical that I can't pronounce, but it didn't work. So the next day, he just, like, went into hiding at his friend's house. So I don't know how that went down with his friend. Like, hey, there are police looking for you. And he's like, let me just hang out at your house. Um, mm-hmm. But he stayed there for, like, a couple weeks. And then he decided to leave Michigan and go to New Orleans on a bus. He just, like, hopped a bus wow. and went to New Orleans. Um, and then he tried to kill himself again in New Orleans by taking cyanide. And it didn't work. So then he went to Morgan City, Louisiana, and worked as, like, an oil field laborer for, like, a couple days. And then then he called Deer and was like, hey, come get me. Um, so, to me, this does not spell D&D delusion. This sounds yeah, like depression. This sounds like what? maybe some kind of mental, like yeah depression yeah running away it's it sounds like running away um mm-hmm. what deer thought because apparently w- once he heard this he he ditched the D theory that it was parental pressure depression drug addiction and according to him coming trying difficulty coming to terms with his homosexuality okay. so all very sad nothing to do with dungeons and dragons oh wait okay but this guy he still wrote a book about yeah. how, what but he knew it wasn't true yeah and then he wrote it about it and he called it the dungeon master and everybody was talking about oh D is what pushed him over the edge and he was like yeah i mean i don't really believe that but yeah and then everybody like it just blew up way out of proportion oh fuck this guy yeah no he's a dick <laughs> he's a dick just, um, like, exploiting so a kid's that was death. one story um and wow. i and i think this happened a lot where like teens were committing suicide for reasons that didn't have anything to do with dungeons and dragons and people were like oh just because they play dungeons and dragons it's it's the game's fault yeah so um have you ever heard of the association called bad bad b-a-d 
B-A-D-D. B-A-D-D, no. It's, uh, it stands for Bothered About Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, no. Which is a god-awful name. Also, if you actually wrote that out, it would be Badad, not bad. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So it was started by this woman named Patricia Pulling. She was an anti-occult campaigner from Virginia. Great. Because they had those. Um, It started off with a very sad thing that in uh, 1982, her son committed suicide. Um, Her, like, teenage son also committed suicide. And he was an active D&D player. And she thought Mm -hmm. the suicide was directly related to the game. Which yeah. just seems pretty delusional on her part, but she anyway, just needed something to blame, probably. Yeah. So she filed like first she filed a wrongful death lawsuit against her son's high school principal. Okay. I don't know why, but she held him responsible. And here's what she called it: she held him responsible for a D and D curse that was placed upon her son's character before her oh. before his death. Oh, dear. which I'm like. Wait a minute. Did, was the principal the DM and like did his did her son's D&D character get a curse put on him? And first, he was so distra- so distraught first of all, he like what? Coolest principal ever. Coolest principal um or creepiest principal. I don't know however you want to take that. Yeah, actually. But like you know, if your character gets cursed, like one time my character got turned into a cat for like two sessions, but I had plus dexterity, so you can work fun. with it. Yeah, like it's not the end of the world if your character gets cursed. <sighs> Just throwing it out there. So uh, that didn't work. So she also filed a suit against TSR Inc., which are the publishers of the of D and D, like the game itself. Okay. And then all her lawsuits were dismissed because they were like, no, that's dumb. So she started, like, publishing information and circulating everything she believed about D&D herself. And, like, that's when she started this uh, this association, this group, uh, mm. Badad. <laughs> so she thought – here's all the things she thought that D&D uh, was about. Yeah. Let me know if – I mean, you played a couple sessions. Let me know how many sounds right. Demonology. No. Yeah, there's some demons. What? N- yeah, you there could them. be demons, but not in every game. Yeah, that's true. It depends which uh, which one you're playing. Um, yeah. Witchcraft. Yes. Voodoo. Um, not in my personal experience. Pretty sure no. Pretty sure no. They're pretty yeah. like European centric. Yeah. Um, murder. I mean, yeah. Yes, for sure. Uh, rape. No. No. Well, you no. Know, you maybe some creeps play shit. it. You can't do that shit. I don't even know. Yeah. Dice rolls. Yeah, Fuck. you're right. That that wouldn't happen. Um, she just said blasphemy. What is What does that what mean? Is that, I mean, yes. I mean, yes. Yeah, if I, anything that's like not Jesus is I mean, blasphemy. Sh- sure. Uh, suicide. No, cuz then it'd be, your game would be y- over. Then you'd be yeah, gone. Yeah, that sucks. Assassination. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Insanity. You know what? It is a point in some of them. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. Drop that intelligence down. Mm -hmm. Sex perversion. I mean, 100%. (laughs) I mean, I told you about my centaur. I mean, you got that centaur. Uh, Homosexuality. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. Definitely. No game is complete without a gay character. You gotta. 
You mm. have to. You must. Yeah. Prostitution? I mean, if your DM does. Yeah. If your DM's like, welcome welcome to the brothel, then yeah. Like, here's the red light district. Try to get some, like, sweet goss, maybe. Sweet pee. Either way, yeah. you know? Satanic rituals? Like, I don't think so. Except, no. Unless you count my candles. Um, gambling. Like, 100%. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely I've gambling. Uh bar- barbarism, which I assume is referring to the barbarian race, which uh first racist, two yeah. their rage settings like that is super awesome like advantage. So. Yeah, that's actually like good. Yeah. So I guess she's right about that. Yeah, straight up. So like, you know, she's on a couple, she's off a lot. But like I don't see why those things are bad. Uh, yeah, I mean She's not totally wrong. Like, she did some research, and then she just, like, got upset and then listed some things she didn't like. Yeah, but, and I mean, um, just because you're, like, murdering little action figures with your dice doesn't mean you're going to do it in real life. Yeah, I really don't think D&D is the problem here, but clearly... Hmm. Though, can I tell you about someone who uh, did murder for D&D in real life? Yes. Uh, okay. This is the murder of... Leith von Stein. And mm-hmm. this happened in uh, 1988 in North Carolina. So this dude, Leith, he was an executive of this uh, textile factory. It was called National Spinning. So <laughs> I, I'm sure you've heard of it. No. Um, so in the morning of July 25th, 1988, Leith von Stein and his wife, Bonnie, were attacked in their bedroom by an intruder wielding a knife and a club. Oh, no. So, not great. Um, oh. Leith was killed in that altercation, but Bonnie actually survived, his wife. Like, mm-hmm. she was very seriously injured, but she actually got to help quick enough. Um, okay. Angela, Bonnie's 18-year-old daughter, was found in the next room saying that she had slept through the whole thing. Whoa, damn. What? Heavy really? Sleeper. That might be suspicious. So, Wait. yeah. So, investigators were brought in and they were like, immediately, like, this isn't what it seems. Uh, this, there's something off about it. It looks like a robbery, but it looks like a staged robbery. Like, we oh. can tell that this isn't real. Um, so, they went in to investigate more and they realized that uh, Bonnie's had two kids. Angela and Chris, and they were not Leith's kids, so Leith was their stepdad. And they both had, like, a shitty relationship with him. Like, uh, you're not my real dad. You know the drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris was actually older, so he was in in college at this time, and so they were both known drug users. Chris was getting into, like, drugs and alcohol at college, but I mean, like, who doesn't? But, like, he was. So... Mm. They were kind of suspicious. They're like, I don't know what these kids, like, there's a motive here. Um, they also found out that Leith had just, like, inherited over $2 million. Oh. Like, right oh, before I he see. was killed. Like, in okay. his business transactions, he just got, like, very wealthy very quick. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were like, mm, even more of a motive. And then when they were, like, investigating around, uh, you know, that, that morning... They caught a lucky break when, no, quote, it was a hog farmer. 
they've they found a hog farmer uh what not i i don't know i'm from like suburban california not sure where like hog farmers just hang out but apparently this farmer uh happened to spot a fire in the woods like near about the same time as the murder and so they put the two and two together and so they went into this like random spot in the woods and they found the remnants of this fire and in the fire they found a hunting knife some clothing and a scrap of paper guess what was on it i have no everything you've said to me is insane what this story took a turn what it was on the paper the on the paper was a game map of the neighborhood and the house wait Uh, yeah it was a it was a gate they were playing D &D it was it was a game map chris was a huge D &D player okay Uh uh-huh and it was like a map like used to show someone how to infiltrate the house oh basically and you know how um i don't know if you know but like in D D, there's like a lot of map drawing like dungeon yeah. mapping out on grids that's what it looked like that's how they knew it was like a game map and not just like a you know a map somebody drew so did the kid give it to the hog farmer to kill his fam so well the hog farmer was just a witness as far as we know oh. so they Sorry. were like mm, chris are, doesn't like his dad he yeah. uh is a D&D player and they found this D&D thing. So let's let's question his party members from college. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they went into it. So they talked to all his friends and uh basically one of them spilled the beans. Spilled the tea. Yeah. So uh his name was Neil Henderson and Neil confessed everything basically and he said that Chris had encouraged him and his other friend who was named James to murder Leith and Bonnie so they could all split the inheritance money. Holy shit. So Chris basically went to his friends in his D&D group and it was like, yo, you guys should kill my parents so then we can all get the money. And so what, what Neil said he did that night, because Chris wasn't even there. Like, Chris had a alibi. Like, he was not around. But what Neil did is he drove James to the house like he was like the getaway driver and james actually went in and did all the dirty work like james did all the murdering oh wow yeah so neil pinned it all on chris but the media like flipped out about james because james kept denying everything he was like i'm completely innocent like i don't know what you're talking about but like Neil said, hey, James is the one who did all the murdering. Like, he's really the one who did it all. And the media freaked out about it because James was actually their dungeon master. <gasps> and who draws the maps, Hope? The dungeon <gasps> master does. <gasps> mm-hmm. Who was wow. all the power and the influence? The dungeon master does. So, uh, it wasn't really substantiated by much, but it might have swayed the trial because at the trial, like, all three boys were brought in, and James was found guilty of first-degree murder, assault with a deadly weapon, um, and conspiracy to commit murder, and burglary. And for everything, he was sentenced to death. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, in 1992, though, they, like, overturned the death sentence, because, you know, we're not doing that that much. And they were like, you know, we don't do that. But he was sentenced to life imprisonment. Oh but here's God. why I say it might have swayed the trial, because Chris, who 
from what all the evidence suggests, is really the one who masterminded the whole thing. Like, yeah. It was his idea. It was, like, his parents. He knew the house. Like, according to Neil, it was all him. So he was convicted of aiding and abetting in second-degree murder. And he was sentenced to life imprisonment, which is, like, cool. But then he was let go in 2007. Oh, so he's out there. Yeah, he's paroled. And he became a born-again Christian. Oh, you do that. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Uh, so, hmm. good, good on you. Neil who did all the driving and knew about everything he was convicted of murder in the second degree aiding abetting and all that stuff Uh and he was sentenced to 40 years imprisonment so not life but Mm. he was paroled in 2000 oh yeah and this they this trial was in like uh the wait 80 88 so he got out in like 12 12 years when he was supposed to be in for 40 yeah, it's not 40. Yeah. Well. And the other guy was in for like 20 years when it was supposed to be life in prison. James is still in prison. The fucking dungeon master is still there. Because but, he was, he, he's the leader because he's the dungeon master, even though he really wasn't. Even though Chris was the one who orchestrated everything. And like, they were trying to get money. D&D did not convince them that you could kill your parents. But the whole media was like, oh my god, they're D&D players and they had a map. Like... Force them to kill. It, yeah. They used the paper to draw a map on it. That's pretty yeah, much the they, only connection to D and D. They like had some like grid people already there, and they're like, "This is useful. Let's draw out the the map of my house so you can kill my parents." Like, yeah, uh, no. If they had been playing like Monopoly that night, would they be like, "Monopoly makes you kill your dad"? <laughs> Monopoly, the greed and thirst for money. You know that would actually make more sense. Actually, yeah. It's just a capitalist yeah. fantasy, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, D&D uh, makes you kill. Yeah, it, do- it don't. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, mm. Yep. Wow. So, those, those my D&D stories. Uh, well, real, yeah. Real good. So, this is, the stories you've <laughs> just told me um, are also nonsense, so that's good. Yeah. Um, like, sad things happen, mental yeah. illness not being addressed... Mm-hmm. like uh, unfortunate murder. things murder like murder. shitty shitty stepsons who straight up are murder not i guess not D D. that's not sa- satanist's fault satan didn't I, ask you to do that shit yeah i guess the way that D could be blamed is that it brings uh people together who could potentially murder someone just a group um it just that, brings people together, period. Yes, period. <laughs> um, and I guess people could murder someone. It provides uh, graph paper and map it drawing skills graph. in case yes. you might want to murder, plan a murder in the future. And that's that's it. That's the end of D&D's yeah. involvement. You have, it gives you those soft skills on drawing maps, basically. Brandy. Yeah. Do you believe... <laughs> 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 That there's an underground cult of Satanists that are running the entire world and forcing the teens to kill? Yeah, kind Uh, of converting the teens with heavy metal music and and D&D and just kind of like hurting our children in the daycares. You know, no one can explain the teens. They are enigma all to themselves. Yeah, that's true. We we will never be able to understand the teens, Mm -mm. but... 
the fact that like we can't even understand them there's no way satanists can understand them oh my god no like holy no shit. way no satanists so, are I already convinced? so removed from pop culture yeah like, hell no explain snapchat it. to a satanist i dare yeah. you do they know about kylie jenner i don't think so i don't even fucking is that one of them is that that's one of the one girls of them. that's one I of them i don't know do they even, know about know she existed instagram stories do they do they exactly no because they just hang out in the forest and the forest is shitty for reception and there's no good lighting for selfies i'm trying to make it seem like we're shitting on teens right now but honestly that's what i feel about selfies and i need that good lighting i need that good lighting and i really actually would like someone to explain snapchat to me and i think it might be over and i want an explanation of that yeah there's like a map feature that like helps you stalk your friends now i don't i don't i don't know what that is yeah like i know you can make a dog face like i never learned how to make more than one emoji on the screen at once yeah those are magicians that can do that those teens yeah but yeah so those satanists have no sway like no sway at all that's nothing it's really genuinely nothing but the fact that there was this mass panic caused a lot of like horrible effects mm-hmm. and ruined a lot of people's lives and mm-hmm. led the police down like really stupid wrong trails so let's not uh do that again let's not just scapegoat something we made up instead of just dealing with shit that's real like abuse and murder and mm-hmm. teens mm-hmm. feeling disenfranchised and depression mm-hmm. and and it's, yep. it's, I know it's easier just to be like, you know what? It's the Satanists. It's all that shitty music D&D they do. <laughs> get, but it's really not that at all. Mm. Yeah. Is this good advice, Hope? I'm not used to this on this podcast. Oh, God, no. We got to get bad <laughs> advice. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Here's my bad advice. Let's do Go it. Go to your local Satanists yep. and ask them, <laughs> ask them who the last person they ritually murdered is. Yep. And see what happens. Um, I'm sure you will definitely get into a really fun, great argument that'll make leave everyone feeling good. Oh, yeah. You want just that, that those warm fuzzies? Those feel-good feel-goods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, got some good advice? Yeah, I got some good advice. I got some bad advice. It, mm-hmm. uh, if you want, like, a good, cheap date, Get on those Satanist balloon rides. Oh, shit. Yes. Like, the discount. It it appeared. Get that, like, yeah, you get that Satanist Groupon. Get a couple of, like, double date. Get on that balloon ride. And the best thing is, is the privacy. Nobody will know that Mm -hmm. you were up there. No one will see it. And you will have just a great day. No evidence of it. No evidence at all. Like, you could just, you could leave, like, in the middle of the work day, and no one will know, because there's yeah. no trace that you went on this amazing date, this amazing Satanist balloon ride. Yeah. It's like a beautiful bachelorette date or something. Just, like, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sorry for uh, the anger that emanated through <laughs> the screen at this episode, but uh, if you would like to share your thoughts... You could, like, send us an email, I guess, at SpookyShitPod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or uh, you can follow us, SpookyShitPod.tumblr.com. We post some good, good blurry pics of aliens and monsters. We just like posting some of that good meme. Um, Yeah. And maybe if we get some teens following us, they can help. 
Um, oh yeah could could the teens uh like maybe write a review on itunes and in that review explain to us the map function of snapchat please yes i would love that if you do that i will i'll write you a song and i will oh, sing it to you at the end of our next podcast i'm gonna hold but you, you have to, to be that. a teen and don't i'll do it but you have to be yeah. a teen and like don't fucking lie to me <laughs> We're trying to, to reach those team. teens, okay? We don't we need, need any of you pretenders. Demo. Yeah. So, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. thank you. And uh, don't uh, be a Satanist, but do, please, God, watch some of those Satanism warning police videos on YouTube yeah. because they're very good and there's some very good hairstyles. Mm, keep an eye out for those stop signs. Keep an eye out for those middle-of-the-park orgies. Yes. All right. Have a good orgy. Later. Bye.